Yeah, hit it. There you Yo, go. what's we're up? Live. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the show. Uh, we are here, episode number four. This is episode four, Thought Exchange. Yeah. Thought Exchange. Yeah, we're episode four. I got my my boy Cameron uh, Cameron, Cameron Barkey in the house. Yeah, we got yeah. Steve Van Deest here as well. Steve Van Deest, we're doing uh, we're doing a little bit of uh, uh, I, I'm doing alright. How was your weekend, anyways, man? It was a wild weekend, man. All really? I did was work, but people don't want to hear about it. People don't want to hear about that. Yeah, they don't want to hear about my weekend. What do you want to talk about this week, Steve? Okay, so this week we were thinking about talking about a little bit about uh, currency. That's what I was thinking. That's what kind of came to mind <coughs> is talk a little bit about currency. Um, kind of, I can't even say that I'm an expert in money. I just got to kind of talk about it in terms of what I see and how it kind of goes. But it's, uh, I, find, I, find, I find money a very interesting Interesting, interesting. Sorry, man. You're right up in the 360. <laughs> I'm in the 360. I can see it in my little thing. It yeah, looks hilarious. I just got to fix the live cam a little bit. Yeah. And for those, once again, for those of you who are on the 360 right now, if this thing cuts out, um, we have the redundant backup cam here. So we're giving you the choice of 360 or the normality. regular one or yeah. the or normality, right? The normality camera and yeah. stuff like that. So you can see that live one. Is that one on Thought Exchange? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're talking about currency. Currency, okay. What do you want to know about currency, Stevie? What are you talking about? Like, well, like, we like, could talk a little bit about the financial system and the finance. Well, what do you notice? A lot of the the from what I'm recognizing, what's going on right now is that a lot of people. Money is an interesting thing. Okay. Money is one of those things that people are not allowed to talk about. You're not supposed to talk about how much you make. You're not supposed to like. And people try to pretend that they have a lot more than they actually do. <laughs> you yeah, know? that's very and, true. And also, money has a tendency to create. Uh, uh, a false sense of value, so people value themselves based on how much how much uh, currency they actually are carrying. So it's a uh, it's a very interesting and sensitive topic for everybody. Money is money is I find. So right now, what I'm starting to notice, I'm starting to I'm starting to notice that there's a lot less in circulation. You what do you mean? That, I find just that, in Alberta. I find everywhere. I find the billionaires are not, are not making their billions. The millionaires are not making their millions, and it's just starting to trickle down, and it's creating a crunch. All the way what's, down. What's causing this? Well, the big thing is, I think, I think, again, other people, you can comment below and, and tell us what you think, but I think it has a lot to do with the, the banks squeezing everybody out. They're not lending any money right now. They're squeezing it all out. And then once once we all feel that pinch and we all feel stuff, then they'll start lending a whole bunch of money out again, and then they'll start collecting it and pulling it all back in. It's like a, it's like a weird perpetuating cycle. Well, in Alberta right now, I know that uh, banks oh, are... Oh, this guy's um, going off on the NDP. I yeah, no, I see. <laughs> this guy's going off on the NDP. For those of you watching, I'm not a fan of the NDP. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. <laughs> Definitely not a fan of what they've done. I mean, whatever. I might lose some viewership for that, but fuck That's it. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's um, a good idea, but they, the implementation is bad. Uh, yeah, that's... yeah. You yeah. know, you can't, you, can't have, you can't have politicians going out there trying to make money to save the world, but still having $200,000 paychecks themselves. You know, like if you want to start saving the world, start cutting some of those. You know, you know what I'm kind of mad political, about? Political paychecks. You know what I'm kind of actually upset about? Yeah. I should have ran for the NDP and got one of those six-figure jobs. Yeah, man. Doing nothing. I could have been one of those guys. There's a kid. How old is he? He's in, I forget what district he's in. Like, don't quote me on this, but he's from... Uh, Geez, I want to say over, what's that one school? Uh, the Lords. What was the school of Lords? Scona? I think the guy was in the, the Scona thing, and he's like some 18-year-old kid, and now he's just set for life. Like set he's going to work life. his five years and get his pension. Like how yeah. bogus is that? 
Yeah. <laughs> and he was just popular. And, and anyways, I'm not trying to, I'm not even trying to go off on the NDP. I was going to talk about how the banks right now, they're not lending out, um, in Alberta anyway, uh, they're not lending out any money to people currently uh, looking for mortgages and stuff. And I know a lot of my friends who are in the real estate industry are hurting right now uh, with regards to home sales. There's not a lot of new home buyers right now. No, there's a real trickle effect happening down from this whole um, oil pinch. So we have, uh, we have that bitumen oil, which is considered dirty oil. Uh, it's only selling for what, like $15 a barrel right now? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's really bad, so oh, they bad. can't sell in it. And, um, and then they got all the tariffs on the, on the oil people. And then you got Ottawa taking all the Alberta money, that they, <coughs> the little bit of money that we do make. The, the government hijacks it from us. So I, it's almost like uh, organized, it's like organized racketeering almost. Lee. It's a little bit organized racketeering, <laughs> yeah. I'm not too, too impressed about what's happening. No, I, I feel the province is kind of getting bled dry right now. Yeah, it's just, it's, in, it's interesting. Like you have, there's so much, there's so much um, um, like tax upon tax upon tax upon tax that like you, you how do you even make a profit? Like well, that's what socialist government does though. Well, it's, it, it's ridiculous. Like, it's like, because what are we spending the money on? Like, where's that money even going? So, like, realistically, that money should be, that money should be reinvested back into the community so at least it stays in circulation. Yeah, we got bike lanes. Oh, my God. We, who made the bike lanes? Like, who made the bike lanes? Like, where did that money go? <laughs> so, we got $7 million spent on bike lanes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. $7 million spent on bike lanes so three people can ride their bikes to work. <laughs> this is great, you know? And then uh, half the people can't can't make right hand turns anymore <laughs> on a red light because there's a bike lane there. Oh, Not man. only that, but now we can't make right hand turns on a red light because we got crosswalks yeah. that cut, that go uh, like the crisscross walks. Yeah, like so. Yeah, yeah, we got the scramble thing. The scramble walk. I know it's getting so bad. Now, That's what happens when you vote in those guys, man. I'm telling. I've been telling you this like, all damn time. Like everyone's trying to come up with these new age ideas. And they're just go back to the basics. And I'm just like, beast. stick to the basics. Like, like, why are we starving ourselves out? Why are we get, why are we giving money uh, to other, other, other uh, provinces, other provinces, we got those, other, we got those, uh, other countries? Like we send money out like all the time. I know we don't take care of ourselves. Like, we don't take care of ourselves. The whole point. See what people have to realize is currency, the way currency works and like uh, money has to stay within your your community and circulate within your community. The more money you circulate within your community, the more money your community ends up having. But if you take the money out of the community constantly and keep sending it other places, we need a form of income coming into the into Canada Edmonton. doesn't really. What do we have for income? We don't really give any. The GDP. What do we give? We got forestry. We have fishing, um, and oil is our biggest one. But uh, that one's definitely taking a beating. And Alberta is has been. Um, Kind of paying for the rest of Canada for a long, long time. Yeah. Right? So yeah. There's those reparation, not reparation payments, uh, equalization payments. So a lot of the money that Alberta was making, uh, get and still is making, gets sent over to the eastern so, provinces. So what? What is in terms of like in terms of <coughs> finances? What are we actually buying? Like what do we need to sustain ourselves? What do you mean? Like like what as, as Canadians as Canadians to survive? What do we need? What do you mean by from survive out, out, or like thrive? For out from outside sources, oh. like what are we what are we importing? That's actually that we can't everything, do here. Everything that we can't do here. Yeah, no, but everything will be jacked up in price. We've all, we've had that talk. Uh, we're sitting we're sitting on that table's 
made in China, this made in China, these clothes made in Bangladesh, China. Everything's made in China, But right? if we made it here, wouldn't, it, wouldn't the money just stay here? No, because our labor's too expensive. Like, the labor's too much. Well, in the end, we're kicking ourselves in the ass, though, because even if the labor was more expensive, you pay all those people, you end up keeping the money in your own country. I, I, I kind of see what you're you saying. Know what yeah, saying. You want to keep those jobs in the country. Yeah. yeah, so like, let's say, for instance, you're my neighbor. Yeah. Right? This is how it works. This is what people don't understand, okay? What don't they understand? Steve? You're my neighbor. All right. Okay? Me and you, I, like, I need potatoes from you. Yeah. So I come over and I bring you carrots and you give me potatoes. Yeah, that's a barter system. Right? It's a barter system, right? It's yeah. a barter that's system. That's how this right? all started. So the more carrots you get and the potatoes and stuff like that, it works out. Yeah. But what happens is if all of a sudden you're less like, you know, oh no, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting more carrots. Uh, I'm getting more carrots by sending my potatoes uh, to another place. To another place. But now all of a sudden I can't sell my carrots. And all of a sudden, you're just like, well, whatever. Like, maybe I think that's a bit of an unfair comparison because maybe it's it's unfair, unfair, that's an unfair comparison because like, the whole the whole purpose of um, why they weren't doing the barter system anymore. Well, one of the biggest purposes was because people didn't have necessarily something to give for someone, so they'd go to a, essentially maybe a market or something. Like, let's say I wanted your services, but I didn't actually produce any services. Uh, or, or any like products that, that I, could, I wanted that you wanted. So yeah. then I'm like, that's how the money system started. Yeah, so then someone I forget, I don't know the name, um, but someone was like, hey, we need to have a system where we're able to actually. And get that's that's how they started off with gold. <clears throat> well, no, not even gold. They started with like shark's teeth and and things like that, like small little things. Yeah. But then it was very tough to um, value. Well, yeah, and you can't split a shark tooth in half. It's not like I'll give you half a shark's tooth yeah. for this thing. You know, like they, they were starting to trade with little things like that. Like they were giving value to certain things, yeah. right? And then what got implemented was um, they started using coins. And I th I'm not sure. I think this was in China. They started using coins and they started realizing that they didn't have to give the full value of the gold. So it was a gold coin, but they were able to mix other things in with it, right? And then they could start doing that. Oh, so China back... That back in the whole currency days, we're making cheap fucking currency. Oh, maybe I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Please don't quote. No one quote me on that. I'm not. I'm not. They were an expert mixing this stuff. They were like, oh, I don't have to give a full. I just have to coat it in gold. Yeah, I don't have, have to put gold yeah. inside the actual. Whole I'm point. not sure if that was China, but I, I do know China started. They started stamping currencies with uh, like leaders' faces and stuff. Yeah. And then they started using gold coins, and then eventually it turned into the paper no. money. Well, yeah. So then what happened was people currency. didn't want to be carrying around all these gold these gold bars everywhere. So they, what they would do is they put them in a vault and they would get a, a note saying that you have this much gold in our in a vault. Yeah, in yeah, our yeah. vault, right? And holding yeah. in our vault. So that, yeah. that, that note... You still have those. There are still those notes that are out there. Yeah. Yeah, you could still get those. You could still get notes Can I like get that. gold back for my note? Like technically my money should be actually valued for gold. No, these ones aren't. If you pull out a bill, it'll say it's no... I forget yeah. what it says on it. Says it's on, not worth, it's any not worth anything. And like in some small print somewhere, it says. But you could still buy. You could still buy gold and still get a a, a certificate for said gold. So you don't keep that gold in your possession. You yeah. can still do that, but it's a little bit different. Like yeah. if I give you a ten dollar bill right now, you, you can't go to the bank and get ten dollars worth of gold. But they you could go to the you could go to the bank or like buy a, buy gold. You could buy ten dollars worth of gold, gold and get sock. a yeah gold. Well, you could still buy gold. 
But would they give you my gold brick? Not, not, not in a regular everyday little branch. No. Why not? Um, they don't. I don't even think they carry gold in those little branches. But that's 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 the part that's interesting. So they took the gold, they traded it for the notes, and then they realized people weren't coming back for their gold. So they started saying, you know what? I'm gonna lend someone this gold that no one's coming back to get and telling them that they owe me more gold. And they started doing that fractional reserve stuff. Fractional banking, yeah. Fractional banking is, uh, you can lend out more money than you actually have. Yeah. So I don't know if people know about this, but fractional banking, basically, they only have to keep 10% of the money, 10% of the money yeah. in the bank. So if I have $100, they only need $10. I only need to $10 in the bank, and then I can take $90 and I can lend out to nine people $10. Yeah. So I keep $10, I lend $10 to nine people, and each one of those nine people will then have to pay me interest on the money that they owe, mm -hmm. that they have. So let's say they have to pay out 10%, which is whatever, nine, uh, which $1. Let's $1, say. yeah. So they each pay $1, so that's an another $9. So the, basically the bank just made uh, $9, so now they're at $19 mm -hmm. off of your money, which they don't have, that doesn't exist, like, yeah, no. It's not in the bank, and now they can basically lend out even more money because now they have the ten dollars there, so they can lend out now a hundred dollars, yeah, or like nine, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, just yeah. round up, and yeah, then it just keeps bucks. perpetuating. Yeah, yeah. So they, every time, they can just lend out more and more and more and more and more, based on the fact that interest uh, is occurring. So yeah. this is the funny part, and this is the part that people don't understand, might not realize, is that that money doesn't exist. So what happens is, is that if you returned all the money, everyone in the world said, forget it, I don't want to basically borrow this money anymore, here's all your money back, I pay you everything back. Everyone pays everything back. There's still money owing. Mm -hmm. So there's money owing that money that doesn't exist. Well, have you ever watched, uh, do you remember Fight Club? Yeah. What was the whole premise of that movie? At the very end of it, what did they do? Didn't they, I don't know, I can't remember. Didn't they like set a building on fire with Pookie Hatface on it? No, no, that was halfway. That was Project Mayhem. That was, that was <laughs> three quarters. That was three quarters of the way through the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very end of the movie is, uh, if you haven't watched it, total spoiler alert. But I'm sure by now you've watched it. Um, he blows up all of the credit card buildings and all the banks, and they all just blow up, right? And he says everyone starts fresh from zero. Well, everyone should start fresh from zero. It's like Monopoly. Okay, have you ever played Monopoly? Yeah. Uh, what happens when one person has all the money? Everyone else is out of the game. So you could have a Monopoly game with six people. One person has all the money. Five people can't play anymore. You know what? Funny thing about Monopoly is I heard this story about it, and there was this kid. And this is a true story, by the way. And there was this kid, and he uh, was playing Monopoly with his grandma. And his grandma would wipe the table clean with him, and he would always get his ass kicked, right? So then what he did is he studied the game, and he played it. And he just studied it, studied it, studied it, studied it. And then he would go back to his grandma the next summer and he just whipped her ass. Like it was like she would land on every building and have to pay a tax, every building, and just got totally owned. Right? And he had all the money and he was all stoked and he had everything. And then you know what grandma said at the very end of the movie? At the very end of the game? All right, now put all the pieces back in the yeah, box. No, put, no, put all the pieces back in the box. And he was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he, he had just applied that to real life. And it's like... It's kind of crazy, but you don't take what you have to the yeah. next to the next place. You can't take it with you. So, like, I don't understand. Like, but but you have all of these like uh, these major major <coughs> major families 
to basically rig the whole system so that way they get paid indefinitely. And uh, I don't, I don't actually don't fault them to be honest. Well, you can't fault them, but like it's, it's us because it's us as a society that gives it value, right? We value that like the system that they they give us. That's if we didn't if we didn't acknowledge the system. If we said, you know, what the hell with the system? We don't want to deal with that system anymore. We want to change the system. I want to go back to bartering. I want to. I want to basically go back to like my, dealing with my community and just focusing on the people that are around me. Talk to my friends, you know, and uh, you know. I don't think many people want to do that, though. I don't want to do that. You know what? Like, you, you don't want to do that? No, going back to bartering? No, not in the slightest. Why not? I'd rather just pay money for something. We just bought these. Would well, you want to barter for these? Well, well, no, I'm not, saying, three bucks I'm not saying bartering. For, like, that would be bartering. There's certain, certain things that you need that are necessities, right? Like This isn't a necessity. Your, you're bartering right now. You, you barter your time for, for paper. Yeah, you, yeah, you barter time, yeah, 100%. For paper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at that, though. No. I'm not upset at that. But you're, you're, but there's no, not enough paper anymore. What do you mean? Like, there's no paper in circulation. It's been spread thin. So how do we fix it? What do you mean it's how been is spread it, how, how is it that people now have to work two or three jobs just to oh, get by? Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, like that doesn't make any sense. Like how is it that like someone has to have a job in the morning and then, and do then, a nighttime yeah, and then a new a nighttime job, you know, and then repeat it seven days a week just to basically survive? Yeah. Like that doesn't seem right. Something's it's wrong. A, it's a fallen world we live in. That's a shitty existence. There's many people that live that existence. There's a lot of people that live that existence. I think I think 95% of the world lives that existence. Yeah. Well, not the world actually. You know what? Let's let's be let's keep it 100 and keep it real. There's people in third world countries who would love to be a poor person in our society. Yeah, that's true. It's so, a, like we have to be grateful on where we at too. Look, like we don't have bombs dropping on us. Yeah, exactly. We don't have. Oof, Hopefully not soon, but you know, with all the shit that's going on now, everyone's fighting over money. No, there's not going to be bombs dropping on us. Dude, man, look it. If we're going to talk about, look, what's going to happen? Right now, everyone buys shit from China. Everyone's buying it from China. China's producing content for everybody because China has all the factories and there's no factories anywhere else except for China. Everybody works in factories. They get paid out. Chinese are making all the money. What happens if the Americans, and the Americans are the ones consuming all of it. Mm -hmm. America and North America, we're consuming all of it. That's what I was saying. All this what, shit's made in what, China. All of it. And Switzerland also. What if, what if all of a sudden the Americans stop paying? That's kind of what's happening right now. Yeah. If the Americans stop paying, what happens? Well, China's China will come in and say, okay, well, I want this piece of land. I want this piece that's, of no, land. No, that's what's happening. They're buying all these they factories. They just buy it. They just, and the thing is. No, they, they take it. They take it. Yeah, I think, I don't know what the states is. The states is in such debt to China right now. Trillions. Of Trillions dollars. of dollars in debt. It's, it's like, I think there's a ticker. Like you can go live and watch the state's oh. debt just tick up, <laughs> and it's like every second it goes up hundred million dollars or something crazy like that. Yeah, you just watch the ticker go up because of the interest. It's like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Ah, uh, so yeah, I don't know. China's definitely. It's like they won the game. They they figured it out. Smart play, <laughs> I guess. Smart plays. Yeah, I guess smart plays. Yeah, and now they're buying out property and uh, like because you know most of the Chinese want to get the money out of their country and put it into other countries. Yeah, if China really wanted to, they could just go in and. Fuck everybody, just run everybody's show. They do. They no, do I mean, it. if they really wanted to, like, militarize the shit and be like, all right, like, and just run train on the States and Canada. Well, the, they, I don't know if they're going to do it military-wise. I think, I, think I think the next war, the next thing is a financial war. It's already it's, happening. The financial war is the next thing that's going on. It's who has financial power because it's based on that. The thing is, is that, like, 
again, we give it power. We give it, you know, because like they come in here and there's always some guy who's greedy and says, you know what, you want to buy my building? You want to give me uh, $300 million for it or $400 million for it? It's yours. I'm out of here. Peace. You know, and all of a sudden companies are, uh, you know, you got a, you got the, a Swiss company owning Swi uh, or a, a Chinese company owning a Swiss, Swiss car company. Which company? Which one? Audi? Or not Audi, sorry, both... Uh Volvo. Volvo, yeah, Volvo. Right? They're yeah. owned by a Chinese company. Yeah, what's the company called? Uh, I don't even know. They're like a, they're like a behind-the-scenes company. Yeah. I thought, what's the name of that company? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's they crazy. Make, they make a great product, though. Don't get me wrong. They make a good product, but like they're buying out all the companies. Yeah, I know. Right? It's, it's a game of Monopoly. It's a world game of Monopoly. Like, how do, you, how, do you, how, do you, how do you win when you basically are already defeated? You come in defeated. It's too far. You gotta, you gotta know the rules to the game and just play a little bit better. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's interesting. So, you ever read uh, Robert Kiyosaki? No, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad Poor Dad. You never read it? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Explain that to us. Well, I'm no expert in it, but there's. But you read it. Yeah. There's uh, four four quadrants that everyone sits in. There's, oh yeah. Uh, okay. Employee, small business, investor, big business, big business, and investor, and you just have to move around these quadrants. So you start as an employee. Employee is probably the worst position to be in for the simple fact you just get taxed the highest. Now, it's not how much money you make. It's meant to be how much money you keep. <laughs> yeah. There's a big I difference. I think you remember T told me that. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. If I you taught make you that? A, yeah, you told me that. doesn't matter if, you, if your company brings in, uh, you, if, you, if, if you your bring company in, brings in $100,000, but it costs you a hundred and. A hundred and two thousand, a hundred, hundred thousand and one dollar. One dollar, you just lost a dollar. You just lost a dollar, yeah. yeah so to run that, to run yeah. that business. I've like definitely been there before, but um, yeah, it doesn't how much money you make, it's how much you keep. But when you're in the employee quadrant of the whole system, this is probably basic for a lot of people watching, but or not, I don't know. But yeah, Robert Kiyosaki, financial, I don't know, in the '90s, he's um, kind of up there, like a like a Tony Robbins type, but more on the financial end of things as, as opposed to motivation. Anyway, so employee quadrant, the whole goal is then to move into a, a small business section uh, of, the, of the quadrant. This is how to win the game. So if you treat game, if you treat life like a game, this is kind of the puzzle to actually win it. It, it doesn't take much, like um, it could take your entire life to do this as long as you're going through the motions to move from one quadrant to the other. So you start as an employee, which we all almost kind of have to start as. Um, just to get initial capital and working skills and, um, you know, you got to work for someone. Yeah. You got to work for someone to learn because if you don't work for somebody else, you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what a good employee would be like in certain things like that. And some of the, the, in order to be a good leader, you have to be a great follower first. And that's, um, John Maxwell talks about that in a lot of his books, but anyway, so employee quadrant, you move into the small business quadrant. And then from there, you want to move into the big business quadrant, which is uh, big business is actually 500 employees or more. That's the technical definition of big business. So anything under five, 500 people is You're small still a business, small, small business, business, yeah. Uh, by the Robert Kiyosaki standard, yeah. You're yeah. still a small business. And then, uh, and that's when you have essentially... Jeez, I'm thinking if you can get 100, if you can get, I think if you can get to like 100 employees, you can... You're doing you're, nice, yeah. You got 100 employees. Uh, if you have 100 that's employees, not technically big business. You can scale though. that up, though. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. Real quick, man, yeah, because it's just a scaling system at that point. It's yeah. the same system, just keep scaling it up. Yeah. Well, right. there's only 24 hours in a day, and you can only do so much. So, in order to get ahead in this system that we're in, the monetary system, 
is you need to leverage other people's time and you have, you have to leverage other people's money or your own money. But anyways, the whole goal is to get from employee to small business, grow that business to a big business, and then from the big business, start taking that money and investing it. So now you have your money and then you're making more money and then, you're and then, you, can, then you can, yeah, then you buying can just keep businesses. expanding. Yeah. That's buying what ends up happening. Business and stuff like that. Like Shaquille O'Neal, he owns like 500 <laughs> restaurants and who else? LeBron James owns Blaze Pizza. Like, I think it's Blaze Pizza. I'm not, once again, don't quote me on that, but it's, um, yeah, you just keep expanding yeah. and growing, expanding this, and growing. Okay. With this, the new age though, everything's kind of changing because if you think about how it was in the, in the old days. What's old days? Even in the 50s, let's say, those companies back then. Big companies back in the day before technology kicked in. In order to have a big company, you had to have a lot of staff. The, like, you basically would... Well, you can outsource a lot of stuff now. But what I'm saying, now hold on a second. Back in the day, your company was considered big. The bigger your company got, the more people that were making money in the company. Mm -hmm. That's how it worked. You basically leveraged people, made money. Yeah. Nowadays, you got companies like Nestle. Well, I don't you know hate Nestle. Nestle I, don't, right? I don't know if Nestle is one of them. Let's say Amazon, Facebook, um, Google. Google. Okay, so these companies here, they don't necessarily have to be big to scale up because the thing is, is that they run. That's on technology, yeah. They're technology, so they they're now raking in way more money with a smaller amount of people. I think that's a good thing. Not for the whole world. Well, for the people who started it, that's kind well, of the goal, isn't it? No. Why not? Because it doesn't circulate the money back into the society. So let's say you got three people. Again, you got the same thing. You got Facebook, Google. Right? Once again, these are massive Amazon, outliers. Right? Massive outliers, right? But let's look at it. The, they're sucking in the majority of the money, right? And like, and not basically having to pay out very much money. So they're, like you said, how much you get to keep. They get to keep quite a bit of money of it. I think that's good like for them. Know. Like, congratulations. For, that, for, for them, yes. What's it's a Jeff good. Bezos? Good job. Yeah, it's good. It's, no, that's I'm smart. Not, I'm, not say, I'm not saying. But now what happens is, is that because these companies are now figured out the game, they figured out the cheat system or whatever, how to basically service a lot of people with less amount of uh, uh, overhead. Now what's happening is the money is now all in their hands. They have full power. They have full control over everything. Almost more control than a bank's do. Most of these companies have more control than countries do. I think that's fair play to them. So how does that work now? What do you mean? How is it that you have a you just, you gotta small figure, handful you gotta, of people? You got to figure something out for yourself. A, no, a small handful of people that control a massive amount of, uh, uh, of, of people. They control them. So basically what ends up happening That's the way is, the now world works, is, now, is now you have um, great power comes great responsibility. What do they do at that point? You got, you got, you got the, the, your hands are now, your lives are in the hands of a handful of people. You got to break free somehow. You got to change the system. You got to change the system. So why should they be punished for you don't figuring out the game? You don't have to the punish them. They figured it out. But now, okay, great. You won the Monopoly game. Okay, I'm going to go play another game now. That's the way it's got to happen. Why would they have to start over, though? They don't have to start over. But if I don't have chips to play, why am I have, I'm going to go play a different game. There's more than enough for us to thrive. You just got to find our, our, you just got to find your lane. Yeah, maybe. But some, but by putting other people down. That means you have to, I'm just you don't saying, have to put other I'm people just saying, down. I'm just saying that if there's no more chips in the pot and the play, there's no point in playing that game anymore. You might as well switch games. 
and play There's still the chips, games. though. It's, you're coming like, at all it from a... All of a sudden, it's like, I'll get, I'll get 10 people in myself, and I'll say, hey, my group of 10 people, let's figure out a way to thrive for ourselves, right? Let's figure out our own form of thriving. You cook some... You, 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 you're a farmer. You farm. You build houses. You do this. You do that. You know, like... Well, if you want to go churn butter, we'd go live with the freaking Mormons down in Utah or whatever the hell they're... Or what are those people called? The Amish and do they? You can go raise barns they, and do that. They, they do that. Thrive, man. Those guys thrive. I don't know I, what your definition I, of thriving is, but yeah, full they on. They thrive, yeah. man. They basically thrive. Like, look at those communities, man. They're happy. They're, you don't know they're that. healthy. Maybe they seem it. I don't know. It seems well. They don't know any better, probably, because some of those people, they get, they get. Um, well, actually, this is going on a, a totally different tangent. I know this is like a, another rabbit hole going off. Well, come back. But uh, you hear about that guy who went to that, um, where did he go to? He went to some like island off in India with like an untouched tribe and he just got killed. <laughs> they just shot him. <laughs> it was a Christian guy. You didn't see this? No. Oh, Yo, know, this Christian guy, you're not allowed to go to this island. It's like, it's like forbidden island. You can't go to it because there's a tribe who's never seen anyone. Like they've never seen anybody. There's no laws that like they speak their own language. They've got their own, I don't know what their religion is. Like all sorts of shit like that. And uh, this guy, he was a Christian. I think he's from Australia, not sure. But uh, he goes down to this place and just gets lit up by bows and arrows. Just doo, 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 doo. He just got murked right off. They killed they, him. They were afraid of him because he was an alien. Yeah, yeah. They didn't know what he looked like. He's, this is like an untouched tribe. Like no, one, like no one's allowed there. Like no one's there because this tribe is susceptible to like diseases. Like he could have sneezed and wiped out the entire tribe. Like they all could have caught the flu like, and just like, died. Like how I like how the Condistas took out the Aztecs, which was like the uh, like a massive like stronghold army. Yeah, yeah, just got rid of them by by, by just sneezing on sneezing. them. Sneezing. Yeah, but this he wouldn't have meant he would he he was trying to like like show them like oh the love of God like Jesus is your savior like stuff like that and he was trying to preach to them and like just got totally murked off. They were like no what is this just and they just shot him. But anyways, yeah. That's so how did you how did that story come back? What do you mean? Like how do you how do we even know that? Because there was happened? a fisherman. Because the guy's dead, and there was a uh, he he paid uh, a fisherman to illegally send him over there, and they just watched this guy get lit up, and we're like, oh shit, we're out of here. <laughs> like That's they just so walked. bad. <laughs> That's I'm not, so bad. So I don't mean to, I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like That's yo. That's so bad. Yeah, I know the guy just got lit up by arrows. You didn't see this? No. Oh no, jeez, I didn't watch him. I didn't watch him get lit up, but yeah, they just murked him right off. They're like, nope, not having any of this. And they sent their guys. But like an untouched tribe. Like, I don't know if they've ever seen a white person before. They're probably like, what in the hell? That's I'll, what I'm saying. They're probably like, what, what was that? Yeah, this they probably, first of all, they followed the fisherman boat showed up. So they've got a boat that shows up there with a motor engine. It's probably super loud. Yeah, they're probably like, them what, off is, this? what yeah. is this? And then someone jumps off. I'm sure they've seen, some of the elders there, I'm sure have probably seen boats and things like that. And maybe they tell stories about it. But yeah, a complete untouched tribe uh, outside of India. I don't know the exact region, but yeah, that happened. Anyways, going off, I'm not sure, this is myself personally, I'm not sure if I just want to live on an island and like... But like, think about it like this. What, what, do you, what happens if all the power goes out? I know, we're all, we're all screwed. I want to learn, I want to, learn how to garden. I don't know, these are things yeah. I want to learn. I don't want to be connected to, like I don't, like we all Google shit and we all use Google Maps and shit. I want, I want to learn orienteering. Uh, you know, how to build a fire with two sticks, like things like that, like legit. Like those are skills I want to have myself. Yeah, to survive. Yeah, to, yeah straight survival so skills. That, so We're so far removed so from that shit. There's certain things that we have to realize that true currency, true currency and what people are going after 
again, water. They're going after water. If someone has water over your head, yeah, yeah they control they it. own you. They well, if they own the food, you. own food. Let's go they food and water. Same food, thing. Food and water. Yeah. If they own the food. So you got Monsanto, who's after going after the food. Basically, like this is weird shit, man. Like check out some of your food that you have right now. There's no seeds in it. So where are the seeds coming from? If you can't, if you can't, if you can't basically get seeds from your grapes to grow grapes again, where are you getting the seeds for the grapes? You have to buy them from someone. That's the weirdest thing ever. There's no seeds in apples. Like, what's going on? Where are all the seeds? Can you, um... How come there's no, like, like, I'm, like, I'm noticing that the seeds are going missing from all the fruit. Can you, how hard is it to grow a, a grapevine from a grape? Can you even do that? Yeah, it's a seed, bro. Yeah, no, I've never done it. Like, I've tried as a kid. Maybe I'm just suck at planting stuff. Maybe, but I'm pretty sure, like, that's how, that's how they reproduce. Yeah. Right? Like, but now there's no seeds. Yeah. So now where are the seeds coming from? Now well, you gotta buy them. Yeah, now no, you gotta modify modified, modified yeah, yeah. seeds that don't give you that don't. There's no nutrients and stuff. They can take away the nutrients and, and the value of the food. It doesn't reproduce seeds. So I'm like, okay, so you got water is under attack. You're now losing all your water. You have to buy water now. Um, so one, I would, I, I would basically suggest learn how to basically deal with water. Start like figuring out how to get water, how to clean water, how to basically. Um, um, Filter your water so that way you have clean drinking water. Can you get water out of out of the air? I don't know, like just moisture. Yeah, I think uh, from a humidifier. Can you drink that water? I don't know. I saw something. It was one of these. It was on like a, a like, like it was a de- like a dehumidifier. A de yeah a dehumidifier and it sucks the the my mom had one growing up. So it's you like would a, suck the water out of the air. I, I'm not sure if you can drink it though. But, but then like, you'd have to purify. It. Yeah. So there has to be a way of purifying that water. Well, how do you do that? I don't know. That's, these are things you got to learn. Like, yeah. These are survival but I mean, skills. I know, but that's, well, with a dehumidifier, you still need to, it needs to be plugged in. Yeah. But I watched, I watched this little video. Um, it was a guy with a dehumidifier and it was just using the wind and he was like, he was like sucking on it. Like he was like pulling this thing and it was sucking air, water into it or something like that. It was like this little tube. I don't know how, I don't know how good it worked or anything like that. And it just got moisture inside. It just got it. moisture inside of it, yeah. So just by sucking the air and hmm, who knows? Yeah. So well, yeah, water's yeah, water's a big one. Water's a big one, food's a big one, uh, shelter. So there's certain things that, that we need as as humans to survive before we can what are the there was like seven steps that we go through. So we got so we need water and food. That's the first thing we need. We're talking about like clothing and sh- shelter. Clothing and shelter. And then we need uh, social status. Oh, okay. You're talking about that. Like acceptance, social acceptance. Yeah, I don't and then know. Tribe and tribe acceptance, like tribe acceptance. Kind you of don't thing. necessarily need that no, but to that's, survive. These are the these for are like the, a healthy life. This is for a healthy life. These are the different steps that you go yeah, through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I like see after it. you have, so after you kind of go through, um, you've supplied your water and food. Then you're looking for your shelter. Once you've uh, you've have shelter set up, then you start looking for like uh, like clothing and shelter, right? Yeah. Then you set up. Um, what's the next step after that, though? I don't know. Is it next step is like that? It's like you look for a family or a mate, right? And then after oh, that, I like, see what you're and then saying. after that, you go in after your tribe. So like, yeah, tribe status is what it is. So I like think status comes before the mate. Status comes before mate. Yeah, I think you do that, and then the mate. And then mate. I remember there. Were, I thought there were seven of them. I don't I can't know. Quite remember. I don't know where you're getting those from. All the stuff like that, but like those are the different things because, like, yeah, I'm just worried. Like, what happens if the power goes out? Power goes out. Like, we can't go hunt anymore. We just don't know how. We don't people know. that are survivors, and not even indigenous. if we not even if we don't know how. Where are you gonna go hunt? What, what we, can. we can hunt rabbits, I guess. Here Dude, there's a. I grew up. I grew here. up in outside of Saint Albert. There's. 
outside, I'm talking about in the city, there's nothing. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta leave the city. Yeah, yeah. Go. But no, I'm saying like right outside of St. Albert, there's moose, deer, like literally, like I, I've seen a wolf pretty much in my backyard. Like not even lying, a straight up wolf. Like there's massive, there's a shit ton of wildlife out there. Okay. You gotta know what you're doing to get it. Yeah. Right. Even with a gun, it's not that easy just to point a gun. Like there's a lot that goes into hunting with a rifle and stuff. Like there needs, there's a skill set there is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I, and I don't even know if I could ever do that. You can uh, if survival. Survival, I think you would. Yeah? I, I don't know. You're a nice guy. <laughs> Have you ever I, watched the movie I, Into the Wild? End of the Wild? Into the Wild? Into, yeah. With you the remember? guy on the bus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher McCandles. Uh, yeah. Alexander Supertramp was his name. But there's this one scene where he's pointing this gun. I think it's at a deer or a, a moose or something. And he's about to kill it. And then he sees it walk towards the baby. And it's like kick, it's kissing its little baby. And then he puts the gun down and can't shoot it. And he cries. Kissing his own little baby. The, the deer was, or the, yeah. the elk or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, so he's about to kill the mom. And then he sees that the mom goes and sees it's young. And it's like, he puts the gun down. He couldn't kill it. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. You could. And I think we all could. Yeah. For survival. Would you rather die or would you rather kill a, a deer? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's like, what do you survive off of, though? Like, maybe you could, like, uh, yeah. I don't you don't know. know what, you don't know what plants yeah, to eat. I don't know. You, you got to be an expert at that turn shit. turn into a full savage at that point. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm done. You know? Well, what turn happened? Into in the tribe guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. You ever, uh, uh, in New Orleans, when that, when that uh, Hurricane Katrina happened, everyone went straight savage on each other because they're, they had no clean drinking water. Like, everyone was... The clean drinking water was one of the biggest things. There was fights, brawls. I think people were like, everyone was looting shit. People were killing each other just for food because all those people in, in New Orleans were stranded. And they were all like, people were dying from uh, not having water because people were stuck on their roofs for like weeks and stuff. Yeah. And clean water is like, I don't know. Like, let's say, let's say you, you saw salt water. It's like, yeah, they, you can't drink that shit. And there was all these dead bodies in it and uh, pe people were getting diseases from it. Yeah. Like just rotting bodies floating around and like you don't want to be in that water. You have an open cut and then you're getting like fleshing disease. Gangrene and shit. or something. Gangrene, yeah, shit's going gangrene on you. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, water water and shelter or water and food. Uh that's yeah. Technically real currency. Like the money in our wallets doesn't no, mean okay. shit. So this is what I think is real currency. Okay, let's This hear is it. what I believe real let's currency. Let's hear the real currency. And this thing. is this is what shows the true value is where your true value comes in is from your community. So the people that you have surrounding around you, so that the more people that you are actually um, service and support and are kind to, increase the size of your community, and that's true currency. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, a, a rebuttal point to you here, Kay. and I'm gonna say I think Amazon is serving a shit ton of people in a great way. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. The, well, they are, it's a Amazon is just a middleman. Okay, so Amazon I, is, is not everything's serving, a middleman. So, yeah, so Amazon is just Amazon is collecting money off of like me and you are doing business together, and Amazon is 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 providing the service for us to do business together it's over a distance. Still helping that's us. That's what they're that's what they're doing. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win-win. It's yeah. you win, I win. Amazon realistic wins. realistically, if where where the world is going, and if you really want to make money, <coughs> you got to start going onto Amazon and start selling products from Amazon. That's what you got to start doing. That's how most. That's how a lot of people are making money now, especially on Amazon. So they'll go. It's called arbitrage. Yeah. Yeah. So you're selling a product. Let's say you're selling, 
whatever. Tell people what you're sucking on right here because you've been <laughs> sucking on this thing the whole time. This is um, Himalayan salt inhaler, actually, because yeah. last episode for you guys watching, I was coughing my brains out. <laughs> I actually filled this up with. Uh, He's got a snow nasal drip. Which is yeah, I got a I got a post nasal drip. Um, I've been to many doctors, specialists, all sorts of things, and that's what they came up with. at lots of MRIs. Anyway, I got a lung issue, and I got salt in here. Himalayan so salt long. So long story short, so let's say Cameron is selling these things online, right? I can take that product. I can put my brand on it and I can resell it on Amazon. Yeah, you can. Yeah, white label it and sell it. White yeah. label it and sell it. And so that's if Amazon makes money and you make money, what's so wrong there's with no, that? There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. So Jeff Bezos is allowed to have $170 billion then. But yes, it's a responsibility. He doesn't need $170 billion. It's not a question if he needs, it's a question. He can't even he, spend it. So that's what his business has generated him. Right. But at that so point. So why are you mad at that? I'm, Where? Just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's there's a lot of people that are starving in the world. One person doesn't need seven hundred billion dollars. He has one hundred and sixty-seven. Yeah. But how many millions have you and I donated to charity? Has he, does he donate to charity? Uh, if he's donated a million dollars, he's donated more than we have. Yeah. So he's but technically helped more people. Maybe, perhaps. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But you know, if you have seven hundred billion dollars and you donate one million, okay. I'm just. Like, I'm. That's I, like me I, I gave the. I gave the most low ball. I, I'm doing. I'm doing the exact same. I, I, I don't gave know the what most the numbers low ball, are. I'm, low ball I'm example. Doing, I'm here. not doing. I'm doing. This, yeah. I'm not. We're not doing numbers. Not knocking them at all. For like, if I can give five dollars. Well, you're talking about helping communities, right? Yeah. So you're no, saying the I'm more saying, people. No, I'm saying not helping communities. Creating communities. That's a, it's, it's what, did, what did Mark Zuckerberg do? He created a, a community of how many billion yeah. people? If everyone's on Facebook, everyone loves it. What are we streaming on right now? Facebook. So we does he not it. deserve to get paid? I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm, so what I'm saying is is that because of the change in society, it's skewed the system. So now the system doesn't work anymore. Because now it's like all of a sudden someone's figured out the cheat codes and they won. I don't but, know if there was a, essentially a cheat code. But now, but now the system doesn't work anymore because now all of the money is in one. It's it's all on one side. It's not it's not balanced anymore. Uh, it doesn't circulate. The whole point of the thing is to circulate, is to cycle, is to create cash flow. And when there's no flow and it's all sitting in one spot, what happens at that point? That like what happens to the system? Jeff is well. Amazon's creating massive cash flow. How many billions of dollars are getting moved on Amazon every day? Billions. Mm-hmm. Billions. How many billions are being moved on Facebook right now? Billions. Mm-hmm. The, the money's moving. They're just taking their, their stuff off the top and keeping it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your production company no, no, could no, do no, X no. amount Facebook, of dollars, Facebook, Facebook they're getting it from ad revenue. Yeah, Facebook makes it from ad revenue. So basically, like, Facebook's makes it, Facebook is selling you and me Yeah, is what they're doing. So Facebook yeah. gets us, and then we're the product. So what happens is, is people pay Facebook to access you and me. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Right? Even the CIA pays Facebook to access you and me, mm-hmm. right? And all these, 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 the government organizations, because they want, we... Allegedly, we can't say that, because that's slander, or not slander, allegedly, but allegedly, 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 allegedly that's allegedly, what they do. Because we don't yeah. have proof, we just seen different people, and certain people are saying that kind well, of Well, there was stuff. that, Zuckerberg Snowden, just went to... Snowden said that. Yeah. And Zuckerberg, what did Zuckerberg do? Well, he just went that big court case. He won it? No, he just went to it. I think he won it, yeah. 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 But anyways, it was, yeah, did you watch that trial? No. No, it was kind of funny. He was, was, he was well, trying, trying to explain to the judge what the internet was. Yeah, they don't know what it is. I know, it was hilarious. Like, <laughs> he, was like, he was like, you guys are That's fucking idiots. <laughs> I, love, I love the look on his face. He was like, 
It's like, it's the internet. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. But anyways, anyways, for us to have this quote unquote free platform, which we're able to put ourselves out there. Yeah. Right. The catch is they sell, sell our information. Stuff. They sell our stuff. There we give go. it to them. We give it, we openly give it to them. So I can't be upset with, for that. Yeah. Right. We could delete our accounts right now and have nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. Then they would have nothing to sell. Yeah. Right. But then we wouldn't have a Facebook account. We wouldn't be doing this shit. There'd be no live right now. No one, right? So there's always trade-off for things. And if it so happens that he gets 3 billion people on his platform. So back to my point. Yeah. Is for people, in order for you to thrive in this society, you need to create your communities. You need to basically find people and build your own communities. That's how it works. That's how the systems work. You build communities. You service others. You find other people that you can do stuff for and then you create a community. There's no competition. There's no such thing as competition. It's all about how we all help each other. The more people we help, I fully agree with the more that, you though. end up getting in return. But I'm not I'm not at the point where I want to like drop off and like start like raising barns and no, and, like, but you want to help people. Well, yeah, you want to help yeah, people yeah. do do you want to help people connect? Yeah. That's probably one of the biggest things you want to do. So you want to you want to connect this guy with this guy and this guy because that's one of the big, the big things that you have. That's one of your strong suits is that yep. you actually, uh, you know, you you are a highly social person and you have a huge network. Yeah. You have a huge network of friends and you have people that just like you. Yeah. They just come around you and they go, oh my God, Cameron, I love you. Oh, Jesus. You know, like it happens. You know, if you, if, hey, if, if, if you think Cameron's a good guy, mark down in the comments below. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron's a good guy. Oh. I really like this guy because oh, he doesn't shucks. believe me sometimes. I'm oh, just like, shucks. he doesn't get it that like he's got this thing about him that. Oh, but you know a lot of people, yeah, and you can connect a lot of dots. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Right, you have that ability, right? Yeah. But sometimes, now you can correct me. I could be wrong, but sometimes I get the idea that you don't connect the dots because you look at it, it goes, "What's in it for me?" You have to do that sometimes because you have to value, um, like putting people together in certain circumstances is cool, but there's also something called a middleman fee. <laughs> a middleman fee. Yeah. The middleman fee. The certain guy things, yeah, yeah, there's certain things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is, is it's the, called a referral, is, like is, things the, like is that. the middleman fee, is, if I introduce you to someone, is that worth 20% of all the business that you and him do together? Um, yeah, because I wasn't, you wouldn't have not known that person to begin with. So, so uh, uh, people do it all the time. Headhunting agencies do it all the time. Like but let's it, say, but they limit it to a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Limit it to a year. But yeah. see, that service is worth something to them, yeah. or else but those that, agencies but, wouldn't but, be around. But those agencies also go and spend the time and do the interviews. They don't really, like you know they. I know what you're saying. Yeah, they, they interview, interview the right person and, they look and make for sure it, they're like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're that's that's the job that they're doing. They're actually doing a job. But for yeah. me to say, oh, like run and stumble onto you, and then stumble onto you and say, hey, yo, you guys should hang out and meet. And by the way, whenever you guys do business together, make sure you send me twenty percent. Oh no, I don't do that. Right? No, I don't do that. Because then you're not actually providing a service for it. Yeah, I don't do that. Right. Like, no, I, I'm okay with the 20%, but, like, you, you know, it's got to be some sort of a service provider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. You know what The I'm services, uh, hey, you guys should meet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a one-time fee. That's your one-time <laughs> fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't even do that. But I'm just saying you do have to value yourself when you're good at something. Yeah. 10%. Yeah. Yeah. And you can pick and choose whatever that value is. You're right. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, so if it's $700 billion, then $700 billion. That's what I'm saying. And if the market's going to pay it, the market's willing to pay it. Yeah. Right. Like something silly, like everyone out there buys soft drinks, soft drinks. I've been doing, I've been like, I've been running traditional businesses for a lot of years in the hospitality niche and soft drinks is probably one of the 
highly most marked up items that there is. Go go to the store right now. Go buy yourself a soda slash pop, wherever you're listening to this from, and uh, see it that it's actually more expensive than gasoline. Because you can buy a pop. Water is more expensive than gasoline. Yeah, I know. It's insane. That's what I'm saying. Like it's water like, is more, and we don't say anything about that. I know. We don't get mad at that. It's we don't extremely get mad at that. And, and why water is like, you, sometimes you pay three fifty for a bottle of water. Yeah, we still, event. we still pay it though. Yeah. Yeah, so for if the market 500 is, milliliters of water, yeah, you'll pay $3, four, bucks. four bucks for it. Yeah, or if, you, if you go to the Eskimo game and you want to go and, and, you know, it's so funny, man, because like with this whole church thing, I've been kind of going to church and people are like, they're going to take your money. And I'm just like, how much did you pay to go to an Eskimo game? How much money are you spending to go buy water? You yeah, know, know, like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, like, it's, it's, uh, but if the market's willing to pay it, like, I go to Oilers games quite regularly and uh, I like look around 200, the crowd. 200, 200, how much is it for a ticket for that one of those Oilers games? Just people shouldn't be going to it, is what I'm telling you. Oh. I look around and I'm like, none of these people can afford to be here. And I'm not being an asshole or anything. I'm just like, you got a family of four? You're looking at over $1,000 to go to another game. But, Here's the kicker. People are paying that, so they're gonna the, the they sacrifice. They're that. gonna they're gonna sacrifice something. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna keep the price prices at that because the market's willing to pay. Pay it. Yeah. So if everyone just didn't go to a hockey game, they would have to drop. All they would the have prices. to drop all the prices. Yeah. Right. But people people. Well, still that's go why to, Oil King games are only ten bucks because nobody goes to them. Because no one goes to them exactly. Yeah. Right. So if you want to, but Oil King's games are just as good as Oiler games. The subjective, but yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, good is subjective. <laughs> the Oil right? Kings are at least winning. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, right? Holy shit. Not to beak our Oilers, but like, come on, get your yeah. shit together, boys. We got the best. Let's go, boys. Yeah, we got the best the, guy in the league. We got the best guy in the damn league, and you guys are fumbling the whole shit with this yeah, guy, man. Poor guy. He's going to get beat up. Poor me. Yeah, this guy, freaking McJesus, is going to freaking leave You know, the other day I ran, into, I ran into him, him and the guy, the guy was Ubering three other, three other Oilers around. So not only does he carry them around on the ice, He's got to carry them around in the cart. Oh, <laughs> <was gee>. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know? That's crazy, man. Yeah, those oilers. I had a, I actually had a, a decent sit down with uh, Taylor Hall once. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about uh, guys his age who were uh, um, spending their money like frivolously. Like these guys. They don't know. They don't know any better. They're dude, just kids. They have no, no, no financial dude, concept okay, in the slightest. Think about it, man. How is it that Everyone in the world is expected to pay taxes, but they don't teach us in school how taxes work. Yeah, I think that's okay. Get this. You're going to get mad at me, but from the top down, for those guys to do that, I think is a smart tactic <laughs> to keep the people dumb. Yeah, like if you're at that, if you're up there, if I was like one of you those guys. You don't want us to know that you're like, stealing your money. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm, I'd be like don't hey. tell them you're stealing their money. Yeah, like, like, I'm just, we're just going to steal it and say that they have to fucking pay it. Yeah, like if you had all the money and I had all the money and we were like, okay, we're going to start making this curriculum. I'd be like, okay, what's the, what's the shit we can teach them where they actually don't learn anything? Okay, taxes, fuck that. We're not teaching them that one. <laughs> Financial IQ, pff, nope, yeah, no, we're not teaching them no, that one. No, because then they'll uh, start competing with us. Yeah, yeah, way. fuck that. Okay, we're, yeah, we're They'll start get to them. thrive if we teach them how finances work. Yeah, they're going to read Mr. Muggs. Okay. Cool, okay. and yeah. uh, they're make sure they're gonna learn home ec. Yeah. They're gonna have to get home ec. Home ec's you know? good. Oh, they teach. don't even teach us shit anymore, though. No, home ec would be one thing I would have taken off. I'd be like, uh, we're gonna teach them how to cook and sew and clean properly. Uh, no, we'll get rid of that one. We'll do that. We'll sell it to them. Yeah, we'll sell it to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll teach them calculus and all this other stuff. Yeah, and, we'll and teach we, them some and shit. And we'll try to see if we can if we can cherry pick one or two of them that understand what the fuck we just taught them. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll send them to NASA or some yeah. shit. Yeah, send them to NASA and start oh, yeah. making like do rockets, rockets, uh, 
the science. Okay, here's the like thing. That. Knowing that, this is my standpoint, knowing that it's rigged from the beginning is we, it's, I, I believe that the system in my lifetime is not going to change. So you just got to learn the rules to the game and play it. So if you know that you don't know what's happening with tax and whatnot, start learning more about taxes and how to protect yourself. Yeah, and I was just I going back. I was just going back to the the quadrant thing. The 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 E one employee is the worst one to be in because you get taxed the highest. Now there's certain ways you can get around taxes, and there's a big difference between tax evasion and tax avoidance, and there's a lot of nuances with that. So you know, talk to an expert when it comes to this stuff because yeah. I could land you with jail. Wesley Snipes with jail. Yeah. Yeah, like. But. They're usually like, oh, you you making money now? Oh, we're gonna take it away, or, you know? Yeah, like, taxation taxation is technically theft when you it's think legal about theft. it. It's legal theft. Yeah, like no. they're income th income theft. Income. So yeah. it's crazy. Like how much things get taxed? Okay, so I started to like look at the numbers and stuff like that because like now I'm just like, okay, so you have to pay the the employees paying CPP. This uh, is in Canada, by the way. This is in Canada. In yeah. Canada. So if you're watching the states, it'd probably be different. But the, the, the employee is going to get income tax and then they have to pay into a CPP. That gets jacked from their, yep. their, their, their right, check. Right from their check, yeah. For, for before they even get it, yep. right? Like the employer has to pay. And EI is on there too. There's three EI. Of them. So yeah, EI is yeah, taken. Yep. And then the employer has to pay 4% for vacation pay. So yep. whatever they make, the employer is paying another 4% on top of whatever they make. Yeah. And then has to pay another. Uh, they have to match whatever they paid in CPP. Yeah. So I'm just like, the employer is now paying an additional, like, you know, like if you're making 25 bucks an hour, the employer is now paying an additional five, six dollars for that an hour. Yeah, I know. Which, you know, maybe was not even considered or accounted for. In their for. budget right in the beginning. In, yeah. in the beginning. These are things you gotta, when you start, you gotta take into consideration yeah. right off the bat. And then, and then on top of that, then, you know, and then basically you can't, as an employer, you can't write off those guys as uh, uh, as a write-off anymore. No, you're not allowed to anymore. No, so no, the government just, changed that. Yeah, so all that's of a your boy that, Trudeau, man. So that's all of a sudden considered that's profit. That's your boy. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. So that now the government's taking a bigger chunk. Uh, massive. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. So they can have two hundred thousand dollar salaries, while everyone else is just. Making fifteen dollars. At least they're making fifteen dollars now. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, at least all these people are making fifteen. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> oh man. So now, now you can't even hire an unemployed like like you unskilled can't even, labor. You can't help hire unskilled labor because it's fifteen dollars an hour now. So for fifteen dollars an hour, you have to have a skill. You have to because like before, what people would do is they would hire three people for ten bucks an hour. Not right. even for man. I remember minimum wage when I was growing up was five dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, five fifty. I think it was five fifty. Yeah. Oh. So my first job, I was getting. I wasn't even getting paid minimum wage, man. I was doing flyers for eighty bucks a month. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that was my first ever experience with yeah. having, those are the, having those a job. Are the guys, those are the baby boomers that have all the money right now. They got it because they worked off the slave labor that they used to have back in the day. I, I don't even know, I don't, who, who owns the flyers? Like, where did that even come from? Some dude they, in a van just showed up in my house and just dropped <laughs> off all these bundles. And I had to just... The, the exa the, what was it called, the uh, examiner? Examiner, was it? I have not, no, this is in St. Albert, different. Yeah, but, it, well, yeah, but was. ours was the examiner. Examiner, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. remember that, a guy would just show up with a little thing and he says, all right, deliver this neighborhood. Deliver to this neighborhood. You, you got, got this piece map. of paper and a map, yeah. But that yeah. was their distribution method for, the, for those magazines, right? Those, at the time, it was a bunch of freaking 13-year-olds. 
that's the print, right? That's how oh. the print works. Yeah. I, I don't even know if anyone distributes like that anymore. Uh, I don't. You think know what so. I've it's heard? A waste some, of money. Oh my god! I got this weird distribution thing. There's this one magazine that I've said, like crazy salespeople, right? They're really good. I can't even knock them because they're good salespeople. But what they do is they sell you an ad in their magazine, and I'm gonna. T this is like it seems like a scam, like a total scam. So they sell you an ad in their magazine. And they say they have a distribution method of 200,000 copies, right? Mm -hmm. But what they do is that every person that actually puts an ad in the magazine gets 10,000 copies to put wherever they feel that they want to put. So they just... 10,000 copies? That's actually pretty sweet. You get 10,000 copies of their magazine and, ask, and they ask you to distribute it. That's dope. I'm not even mad at that. What do you mean that's dope? I mean, so you put your ad in their magazine and then i have to go and deliver it out because i'm not, I'm not because too, too they mad send, at that they send me a bundle and yeah just hire a kid to do it 15 bucks an hour but now I, but i already paid 500 dollars to be in the magazine oh and now you have to pay to deliver it to syndicate it or <laughs> yeah, to, to syndicate to, it to distribute so they, it they sell it to me in a sense of saying oh we have a distribution method of you know Maybe it's not a maybe it's not t uh, ten thousand. We'll say it's a thousand. Okay, thousand. Okay, they yeah. said ten thousand. They got two hundred thousand. They got two hundred thousand dollars distribution, right? Yeah. But they send you a thousand copies, and they send a thousand copies to everybody who bought. Yeah. That's their two hundred thousand distribution. Jeez. Right. So yeah. everybody who pays got a copy, ten a uh, thousand copies. Yeah. So if if two hundred people bought into it, that's two hundred thousand. You know? money, and they do their distribution that way. They don't have to distribute anything. Dude, when I was doing flyers, there was this one kid, and I was like so pissed at him, but I'm like, yo, this guy's smart, but he's a jackass. He would take his entire thing, and he would just dump it in the woods. Like, he took all of his I've bundles. Done. You've done that before, you asshole. I was that. the only one. And then I felt one. bad because like, I would see it in the woods, because I would play in the woods. And I'd see my whole bundle there, and I'd feel guilty every time I see it. And it's getting brown and old. and. <laughs> I oh could not God. do that. I was like, I was like, wow, this guy's got no soul. I'd feel like such <laughs> guy an has asshole. No soul. Yeah, I'm like, oh freaking Billy. <laughs> Billy oh, threw him under the bus. Yeah, oh, Billy, you got thrown under the bus. Yeah, Billy Jenkins, if you're on my thing, you <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Where's John Todd? <laughs> wow, you just threw that one out there. Yeah. I don't know where he is, man. He disappeared. Okay. Yo, Stevie, we're looking at an hour right now. Oh. And that 360 is still alive. So I think. That's we, a good omen. I think we might leave well enough alone. And what do you want to do? You want to call it a day? I think we call it a day with this episode. Yeah. Actually, I think we yeah, touched. I on think some we good touched subjects. some good stuff and talked about some good things. And we had a uh, good 360 landed. So yeah, 360 stayed alive for this amount of time. So I'd rather just have a nice episode, keep it clean, keep it clean. Let's do it. And then All yeah. right. All Thank right. you for joining us this uh, this week on uh, on the Thought Exchange. And uh, yeah, uh, what else do you want to say? I don't know. We exchanged some thoughts. Uh, shoot us some, some comments below. Tell us what you thought about the thought exchange and, uh, and give us some ideas of what uh, you'd like us to talk about in the future. Yeah, if you have any topics, let us know. Yeah, oh, uh, Thursday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is going to get the replay, the nice edited version. We'll drop that on our Facebook page, on our website, txcshow.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Thought Exchange and Facebook Thought Exchange. Take care. See you guys next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.